0: Hi, this is Alan, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart podcast. Today in the studio with me is Craig and Rye, and we wanted to get together and talk about some of the things that we love pursuing and doing outside of our roles at Ransomed Heart, the passions, talents that we love pursuing, and also to talk about what gets in the way of those. Sometimes, the three of us were having that conversation together, and we just thought we'd invite you into that. So. Rye, Craig, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. That sounds way too formal. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: Hey, you're a formal kind of guy. <laughs> you know, as soon as you say what we're going to be talking about, Alan, I'm, I just feel myself tightening up because this is a bit of personal exposure at the areas we're struggling with. And I'm just so aware that there's just so many of them. So there's some part of me that feels a little tight right now. Do you feel that?
2: I do. I kind of feel the same thing. I know it kind of feels like something's coming and good conversation to be had, but it does feel a little bit exposing.
0: And I feel the same way, but it's what we're talking about things we love to do, things that we want to do more of. And yet the topic itself seems a little bit full of landmines. Yeah, I think what
1: feels a little tight or awkward for me is i know the issue isn't time yes. you know there's something more going on because we tend to do things mm-hmm. that we do love and if this is something we love what's really the issue and mm-hmm. yes it's more frequently than not an issue of time or time management yep there's, there's something, something under the deeper surface. and that's And that's why Mm -hmm. talking about it, Mm -hmm. just, you know, really,
0: we going there? Well, not only are we going there, but I think you ought to go there first. Yeah. Well, think again, (laughs) because I don't have time.
2: (laughs) I don't have time.
0: (laughs) So what would you put in that category of things you love to do or want to do more of?
1: You know, this is actually a very tender spot for me because I really have a hard time time identifying what those things are. Because one of the things for me that's been lost or taken or given up has been, what do I love doing? What makes my heart come alive? And specifically identifying things that I do love. I love writing. I love writing blogs, to be specific. And I haven't written or posted one in over A year and three or four months, it'd be easy to say that that's cancer-related and all the health issues, and to some degree that plays in it. But there's something more going on, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure what it is. But I just know that when I write, I so often feel the very presence of God, and I just enjoy finding words and putting out my little odd vision of lot day-to-day living down on paper, but I largely have not been able to do it. So, you know, there's things in my past. I started as an art major in college, and I haven't done any watercoloring for years. There's fitness. I actually really enjoy when I'm in the zone working out. But as you can tell... Thank God this is a video. <laughs> I haven't been in the gym in a while. I mean, I'm weighing the most I ever have, and i'm I'm just going, what is that about? And I don't know all the underlying issues, but I know it's deeper than just discipline myself to write or discipline myself to work out or discipline myself to do whatever. so those are a couple things I'd name,
0: Roy, What about you?
2: I've been thinking about it. I have several things I'd love to do. I love doing photography, but kind of like Craig said, sometimes my photo bag sits in my office over the weekend and I don't engage with it. And I'm in the middle right now or latter end of doing a counseling certificate program that's been taking a lot of my time, a lot of my emotions, a lot of my spiritual engagement. I guess to name for myself, I feel resistance. It feels opposed, but a resistance barrier to anything that hmm. my like innate creation might bring to this world. Mm-hmm. My glory, my creativity, how I see how I interpret, how I engage with God, it feels like Mm -hmm. there is resistance there to pushing through. Not always that I name, I'm afraid to do photography because I'm afraid I'll fail. It's not always naming a fear. But sometimes for me it does even feel like I'm going to put that off maybe tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that is a form of even delaying like Mm
1: -hmm. what's
2: in me in the kingdom, like pushing aside, pushing away, and even all of it's – little subtleties. So I think sometimes, you know, engaging in some of these realms that I know, I feel like my heart would come alive. It's really evident that it's not going to always just come for free. Like I do need to push in and through something to Mm -hmm. start even like my creative process. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's to name a little bit of Resistance to me just encompasses like a whole of what's kind of set yes. in front of getting on the other side of of what you're after, whether you're writing, you're blogging, you're doing photos, you're at the gym, mm-hmm. you're, what's your calling, what's ahead of you, and what it, are you going to have to push through or against or move with and partner with God to access? So I think those are just a few areas for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, I'd love that description of resistance, whether that's warfare, which I'm sure is involved. I'm not sure what besides that there is, but it feels pretty powerful. It feels like it wins.
2: Yeah. I think it feels like if you don't fight, it will win. Mm -hmm. If you don't engage in the page on the blog, Mm -hmm. it wins. You know, whatever is on the other side will win if you do not – engage and almost it helps to i think just identify a name you know resistance or fear or whatever have yeah. you that's in front of you but it does feel like we can self sabotage at least i can yeah. like you know that's for later or i'm not called to that now maybe one day or this isn't my season or you know i've had even prophetic words or words spoken of my life of things that maybe I will engage with but i realize like i heard a quote a while back of just like god isn't obligated to fulfill our potential for us mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he can set the stage but it really makes me feel like wow i want to really engage well but what does that look like i can't just sit there and hope that all this unfolds in front of me just because you right know. so I guess those are some thoughts that I've been just kind of mulling over a little bit for myself. What's that going to take for me to really like walk out what God has spoken over my life and do it well?
1: And to do it, to engage without shame and Mm -hmm. contempt and diminishment, all of that Mm -hmm. being kind of the real motivation? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's no fun to engage with anything like out of obligation. Yeah. And so it feels to me like, oddly enough, that even the fun creative process that we want to do is opposed. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not like, oh, I got to go clean the house today. I'll slog through it. I got to go do photos today. I'll slog through it. It's like, no, it's something I actually want to do. And now I'm convincing myself that I want to do this. This is, you know, really something that I love. But, of course, my love wants to be muted. And it feels like that resistance wants to dwarf my mere existence of what I'm supposed to bring to this world.
0: Well, a big aha moment for me was, I think I grew up believing we all just stumble on things we like to do, or we just start pursuing something and then we get pretty good at it. And so that becomes by default what we do for joy or Mm -hmm. for fun or for acknowledgement. But lately, just the whole thought of actually What we love to pursue, what if God put that into our DNA before we were even born? Like he invited us into something that would bring us great joy, not just for the purpose of us having a passion or a talent, but as an invitation into intimacy with him. Mm -hmm. And so whether that's like Craig at the gym or writing a blog post or Ryan photography Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. Rather than it being our idea that, or just something we tried and kind of liked, what if God gave us that is our unique invitation to say, let's spend time together. Mm-hmm. So anything that you want to do in this realm that you have a passion for, God, I think, invites us to, I already know how to do that so well. Mm-hmm. I created it. I've created you. Now let's all do this together and as deep into the water as you want to go let's go. But the goal isn't just to master something. The goal is intimacy. Mm -hmm. And you will find more of me in that that you uniquely love to do. And that was a big shift in my life because it takes the pressure off. The goal isn't anymore necessarily doing. The goal becomes more being. How do I be this person I was created to be with God in a way that brings a lot of life? And it brings life Not because of the thing or the hobby or the whatever it is we're wanting to do, but it brings life because it's a unique place to meet God. Mm -hmm. And for me, it took away the pressure and it also adds more joy. And the definition of success doesn't become, am I world class at this particular thing or am I getting a lot of human attention, but is it a place where I grow to know God more? And is it something we get to do together that's really unique and it looks different than, Rye, how you would do it and where God would meet you or, Craig, where he would meet you? To me, that has been a breakthrough because it takes pressure off and it also invites me into a place I really long to be. Mm -hmm. So
1: what I enjoy, what brings me great pleasure – is not just rooted in feelings of pleasure, but it's rooted in God's design for me. And that's yes. a huge difference. So rooted into my identity is something that photography or watercoloring or writing
0: is an expression of or touches. It brings me to God. Right, and I think you know your off a little bit of what God's invited you into if it starts to feel like either a checklist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where I did it, things are good, I didn't, things are not good, which is tied to performance Mm -hmm. and tied to doing. And you know you're more on track when it's more of a state of being. I love being in this place with God. And God didn't invite us primarily, I don't think, to do those things You know, a lot of times Christianity, I think, warps it into a mission, meaning, well, God needs me to write this blog post because it needs to reach others, or I need to do this for God. And what I'm, I think, realizing is more than what we need to do for God or for other people, it's first, it starts out primarily in a relationship. And so it's, what do I get to do with God? Mm. And if you miss the width, you miss the whole purpose. Mm -hmm. So sure, God can use those things for other people, and that may be part of it. But I don't think that's the original invitation any more than we would invite somebody we love or our children into intimacy with us first to be productive. It's first for relationship. And from that, there may be a lot of things, the fruit of those things. But... Boy, I think so many times we miss the invitation of our of our passions, which is ushering us into the presence of God more.
2: Hmm. And I think going back to what gets in the way of that sometimes, and I could feel even areas in me that fear does kind of rise up, mm-hmm. and sometimes to me it feels like a checkpoint of a door, like I'm supposed to go through that because I'm I'm afraid. And I need to kick that fear in the teeth and engage on what I'm meant to do on the other side. If I'm not afraid, I'm not saying fear is my indicator of everywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't want to direct my heart and my life and be in reactiveness to fear. But there's this place of like, I wouldn't have this internal checkpoint here if it didn't have kingdom value lying on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes get that of just like... Doing this counseling program, I can name areas that I'm like, "Ooh, that's intimidating to me. Oh, I don't know if I want to go there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if I want to engage with that. I already feel myself pushing away because yes. it's an area that I'm like, wow, if I really unleashed my heart, if I really let it go and really had to, you know, expect God to show up, what in the world could happen there? But what's that fear, you know? pricking in me that's actually trying to shy me away from some of these areas. So I think in the realm of creativity for me, those areas of fear are actually like in an odd way fueling for me of like where I probably Mm -hmm. should press into more.
1: Mm -hmm. How about you, Ellen? What's being resisted? What's one of your passions or desires that feels like you just... For whatever
0: reason can't get to or make happen or right well, I'm right in the middle of it, and that is a book that I've been writing and the book, ironically enough, is on creativity and our pursuit of that with God with our passions, and it's something for about three years I've been working on and going through different drafts and What I've had to push through is I absolutely know God's invited me to write this, to do this with him, and yet it's the pushing through of the scarcity of time and resources, meaning with a full-time job that I love here at Ransomed Heart with three young children, with coaching responsibilities for one of their sports teams, with wanting to spend time with Kelly – It just seems like the time to write ends up being five minutes before I fall asleep. (laughs) And that's not a great time of creativity. And so I'll see people who are authors, friends who I used to work with as a former publisher. And in the last three years, they may have finished two books, three books. And I'm still trying to find time for this one. And so I have to not go to resignation or the belief that This is probably not going to happen. There's just not enough time. And so just last week, I hit a major milestone, which was I finished a final first draft of the whole book, got it to an editor. Mm. That's a big step for a writer because when you actually hand it off to somebody who's an expert at going through the content, you've taken it to the next stage. It's not just something you're doodling or kind of have on your laptop. But now what I've been hit with is – oh my gosh, like, this is no good at all. Like, it's going to be 30 days before I hear anything back. But when I do hear back, it's going to be not great news. It's going to be, I'm not sure what you were trying to do here, but it doesn't work. And the thing is, when I sent it to the editor, I felt really great. Yeah, I say that because I think our passion and where God draws us is opposed. And I think the enemy will enter in. And when your feelings of something you love start to be shame, resignation, condemnation, this isn't going to be good. Right. You need to go, Mm -hmm. whose voice is that? Mm -hmm. Because if you know God's invited you into something, clearly it's not his voice. And and sure, like, I do want this manuscript. I hope she has a lot of red ink on it, meaning I hope there's a lot of ways she shows me to make it better. I know it can be better. But if it's something God's invited me into, there needs to be an expectancy of good things, not, not in an area that God's invited you into kind of a feeling of, oh, boy, this is just about to go off the cliff. Uh-huh. And so that's current in my world. I'm in a posture right now of waiting and continuing to believe in the dream that God's given me. And it's not an easy place to be. Of just the unknown and the waiting, I think that's part of any of our journeys as we pursue what we love. Sometimes it's very active. Sometimes you're having to wait for feedback or for a response or for a door to open. And the question I think for me and for us and the listeners is can we do those things well regardless of what stage we're in? Can we wait well? Can we enter in well? Can we run with God well? Because there's seasons for our creativity. Some of us are better. I know I'm better at certain stages and really not very good at some of the other stages, like the waiting. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I do feel some of the other passions or desires I have, I shelve. It's like I see them. I see you there. But you do need to wait so I can fully engage well with what's right in front of me. I do feel if I get too pieced out for me personally – I don't do anything well at that point. Everything's just halfway. Especially like I said, doing this counseling program, I feel unearthed in so many avenues and sometimes I'm like, I can't even formulate a sentence, let alone create something, let alone do anything well and and at the same time I'm like, gosh, there's something beautiful being created mm-hmm. that I am going after that, you know, my spirit, my heart, my brokenness. There's a lot there that I'm wondering, even as I just talk now, how that's going to look and affect my photography later, how that will affect me entering into writing, which I haven't really done yet, but that I really desire to do. You know, so what are some of those things that are being cultivated now? How's that going to really trickle down in the fruit of my creativity later?
0: Well, what you're hitting on, I think, that I sense is who you are determines in a huge way how you create, what you create, what you breathe life into is largely dependent or what you give birth to through your creativity is largely dependent on who you are. And so many times we want to have the creation or the thing and God's far more focused, I think, always on who we are in the process. And so, mm-hmm. right what you're saying, you know, like, What you're going through in counseling, I think, will have a tremendous impact on your photography, even though in those conversations of counseling, it may never address photography. But it is transforming who you are, and that transforms what you create. And that, to me, is where it gets really exciting. Like the book I was writing, I turned in what ended up being my fourth draft over three years. Well, I couldn't have sped up that process because the person I was – three years ago, wasn't the content that I really wanted to put out, but I had to change before I could change the words on the paper. And you can't just set a deadline of five o'clock tomorrow for that to happen. Like, I think you have to live well and then create well from that.
2: Yeah, I think for both areas, it feels like Sitting in where God has you is going to affect your creativity. And then sometimes it feels like God says, jump in. I know you're not ready. Right. You know, I can't wait and become the person that I know I absolutely need to be before I can do anything on this planet. Yes. I would just lock myself in my room and never come out. You know, so I think it's both because it's a huge truth and reliance on I'm going to step into something that I'm like terribly not equipped for. I am grossly unprepared for <laughs> in some areas and watch yeah, God yeah. show up yes. and watch God create through me and show up. And then I do believe in the preparation and the, you know, yeah. the really spending time with God and, and where our hearts are at is nothing. It's going to show in our fruit, like you mm-hmm. said, in our creativity. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out. So, it's, yeah. yeah, it's
0: both. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's both. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Ryan, Alan, what do you say to someone listening to this and they They honestly can't think of anything that they're passionate about or that they would love to be doing that feels deeply rooted in their identity, who they are, their
0: being. What do you say to someone who's just kind of going blank? Well, first, I'm excited for that person because I think they're on the verge of opening a door that they're going to love going through. I think the enemy, one of the biggest lies is, well, I'm not a creative person. Like, this whole podcast doesn't even relate to me because I'm the kind of person who just gets busy and gets things done, and I don't really have that desire or time for that in my life. I'm a settler. Right. (laughs) Right. And I think God wants to unsettle those settlers to disrupt them in a good way because everybody is creative, and everybody has the ability to enter into something with God, I think, that brings great joy and passion and creativity. And the the one thing I would say, and then Raya, I'd love your thoughts, but I would add the way to start figuring that out for many people is to look at it from a different perspective. So rather than ask, what is it, to say, well, what are the stories, the movies, the music, The things that I find myself drawn to, what causes me to tear up when I don't even expect to tear up because of something somebody said, something I saw on the walk somewhere or on the drive somewhere, what are those things that provoke emotion in me or kind of lure me into wanting to know more about those things, even if you've never seen yourself as talented in those ways? Because I think that's a first step into who is it that I really am on a truer level that God is inviting me into in those areas. So that's, that's a way you can start asking yourself those questions without trying to just name it right now or sign up for a class right now. Because you're not trying to find something to do. You're trying to find how to be more true, I think, to who God has created you to be.
2: Yeah, I feel like I can subtly feel the rising of, like, what makes me feel passionate. Like, what I will say hell no to Mm or heaven yes to. Like, I have a passion for people with cancer or people with sickness for that sickness to bow to the name of Jesus. Like, something rises in me that I know is God-given somewhere deep that I don't think I could conjure, that I'm like, no, I am born somewhere to bring this to earth. And I can feel it, not Mm because I'm hunting for it. It comes on me like a wave when I meet someone that is struggling with that particular thing or whatnot. So I can Mm -hmm. feel just in my internal gauge what is rising, what is burning for the kingdom or burning just for Mm -hmm. fun or to do. Like, you know, it catches my breath. I guess the other thing I might say I have— some sabbatical time this year. I've never had that opportunity before, but I'm just like starting to stare in the face, this blank palette of what do I do with this time? How do I do it? Well, mm. what is God having this? And it's actually, I've found myself a little frustrated, a little frozen, a little, I don't know Ooh. what to do. The resistance, the pushing away, I'll look at that tomorrow. I don't know. And it feels embarrassing to say, I don't know what to do with extra <laughs> time off. But was talking with a friend. His counsel was good of just, like, wipe off the how. Don't think about how. Just, like, think maybe, what do you want to see? You know, Mm -hmm. what are some things you want to do? You Mm -hmm. know, do you want to? sleep? Do you Mm -hmm. want to see lakes? Just get the how off the plate. I think that gets in the way of I don't have money or I'm going to be doing this by myself or I don't know how. I don't know. And that I think has been a huge resistance of how to step into and find sometimes some of my passions versus just let something rise without thinking about all of the tools or the pieces that it's going to take to actually make it happen. Just let it let your dream kind of marinate there
1: you know what's interesting right is when you were describing like your passion and you heard it saw it about the cancer and bringing the kingdom and right. it's like you were so animated and you could see it you could see it that was your passion and what's so interesting is i mean i identify with what i saw in you and then you come to sabbatical and it's like i have no idea mm-hmm. what to do we can be so passionate in an area or two and be so kind of, it seems like a void or mm. something. Yes. I'm the same way. I mean, I just saw myself and there's these areas of confidence and passion and I know God has put that in my heart. Mm. It's the deepest and truest thing. And then someone says, well, what do you want to do for sabbatical? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: go to the hay trough (laughs) and back into the stable, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So, Craig, you had mentioned earlier, what about the people that don't know what their passion is? I think the other group may be they know what their passion is. These people absolutely know and yet have only experienced disappointment or disinterest from others, hit brick walls. No doors open. It's not a matter of which door to go through. It seems to be no door open. And I just want to address those listening who feel that way and just simply say, don't give in to resignation or don't give in to an agreement that, yep, not for me. Like I tried. I had my time at bat and struck out Yeah, because it's not about necessarily feelings, your feelings, or others, and it's not determined by others' response to you. It's determined by God's invitation to you. And so what I would encourage those folks to do is go back to God and say, God, I don't know why it hasn't come together, but I know you've given me this desire, this passion. I know it's from you. And I break the agreement that it's too late Mm -hmm. or that I've blown it or that I've squandered the time, or whatever it may be, and then ask God to father you into the original invitation. Mm -hmm. And I think what you'll sense immediately is this freshness of ideas, dreams that start to come alive again. And remember, success isn't the approval of others or some performance evaluation. Success is doing that thing with God. And so that's my invitation to those people. You don't need to be an expert in this particular area. In fact, I think most experts become stale, because once you think you don't have any questions, once you think you know all the answers, once every time you enter the room, you're the alpha, and you're going to let people know how to proceed. And like, there's very little room for God or the unexpected or mystery or creativity. And so... The goal isn't to be an expert. The goal is to stay curious and passionate about what you love. Always be a student. Always be teachable. And all of us can do that. And so if you feel like, boy, my time has passed, don't believe the lie. Ask God right now, why did you give me this invitation? What was your motive? And how do we do this together? And watch what he does.
1: You know what I would add to that? I totally agree, um, is God— is the best interpreter of the story that you're living in. Yes, And, you know, I've found that the best perspective is God's. And if I don't get it from him in terms of the story right now, I've learned that a few years down the road, I'll look back and have a good interpretation. And most often, God has redeemed all that disappointment, lack of clarity, or whatever feels like the overwhelming resistance, obstacle, mountain, his interpretation is huge and he has a beautiful way of just weaving things together. And sometimes that interpretation doesn't come till heaven. Yes. And that's why I think we need people around us. I look at your life, Alan and Ryan, what I see is a little different than what you feel. And that's true of me too. <laughs> but I see giftedness and glory and some of the eternal just leaking out all over the place. And yet it feels contrary to that for you. Does that
0: make sense? Totally.
2: Sometimes. Sometimes it totally. does. We need each other.
0: Hey, Craig, I just want to know before we wrap up when will that blog post that you're working on, <laughs> when is that going to be out? When will this be played? And then we'll go from
1: there. No, tomorrow. Oh, then... Uh, procrastinating, right? <laughs> what are you procrastinating? Right, it's, it's, some, the re- it's the resistance. It's a, it's a right? deeper issue than it's just it's that. It's not the self-sabotage or it's anything. It's just leaking out really slowly right. with Craig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the greatness. Feel. Yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> Real <gosh>. soon, Alan. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for listening and joining us in this podcast with Rye, with Craig, with myself. We invite you into all god has for you in the area of passion and creativity and if you want to check out more resources as always come to ransomedheart.com you'll find plenty to dive into and thanks for spending time with us we will be back next week